Hello and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by The Center Square. I'm J.D. Davidson, Regional Editor for The Center Square. Joining me today is Ben Yount, Wisconsin Contributor for The Center Square. Ben, how are things? Well, it appears that the Chicago Bears are not going to get Nick Saban as their next coach uh, or Bill Belichick. So I, I, I don't think that, that things are looking up for my monsters of the midway next year. I, I mean, it's it's been a rough 24 hours. You've got Saban gone, Belichick gone, Pete Carroll gone. Harbaugh's probably next. Matt Eberflus gets to keep his job. <laughs> sure. tell, tell, tell me this is a just insane universe. Sure. We're recording this on Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Ben, first it was wedding barns. Now it's used car dealerships. It seems more and more proposed regulations on small businesses are being debated in Wisconsin. First, what's going on with used car dealers in the state? Yeah, this is auto wholesalers and their role in the used car market. That when you crash your car, there are two people who essentially are going to buy it. Well, three people. One is the local guy who's going to flip it, right? It, you, you wrecked your front end, but I can I can take the one because I got another 99 Civic and I'll just swap it out and boom, flips it, sells it either on a lot that they own or just selling it through Facebook Marketplace. State Farm uh, it will sell your car to one of these wholesalers who then take it and strip it for parts. You then have the sort of new participant in this market, these big multi-state car part dealers. And this is an effort by one of those big car part conglomerates that is looking to try and and squeeze competition out of the market. As, as, I, as I say all the time, why did Bonnie and Clyde rob banks? Because that's where the money is. Why do big moneyed interests go to the state capitol, hire lobbyists and push plans like this? Because that's the easiest way to get market share. Don't, you don't, don't compete. Just go to the legislature and try and get your competition outlawed. That, that's what the Tavern League did to wedding barns. And it's what these big parts conglomerates are looking to do to these these auto wholesalers. But this is this is another one of these things where the regulations sound a little head scratching. Right. The Department of Transportation would be in charge of checking to make sure that these auto wholesalers don't share office space with anybody else, that they actually have a real office, but that they can't rent it by the week or the day. They cannot have cubicles and they must have an office somewhere, but it can't fall into one of three or four different prohibited categories. And this comes because the original legislation that this would build upon required auto wholesalers to have an actual physical office. Can't just run this from, you know, the desk in your basement at home. You've got to have a building that says, you know, J and M auto wholesaling. And so the DOT did an inspection and found these buildings that were just lined with desks that didn't apparently have very many, if any people. And so this is a new set of regulations on top of another set of regulations and two conservative senators, Dewey Strobel and Steve Noss, say this is an overreach, even though not everybody here comes out smelling like roses. This is another crony capitalism plan, just like wedding barns, that these conservatives are going to fight when it gets to the Senate. So it's very head scratching to me. First of all, why would we care? If an auto wholesaler would operate out of his garage or actually have a, a physical office. Now you're asking the question. 
And the answer is it doesn't really matter where these offices are or who these offices actually have working in them on a day to day business. But it's an easy rule to write. It's an easy rule to enforce. It's an easy rule to see. And so this is the way that because you can't just come in and write a piece of legislation that says, well, you know, these people paid a lot of money to these lobbyists and we got to give them something. So sorry, guys, you can't be in business. Now, I, I did like the quote, and I think we used it at the, the bottom of the story from Steve Nass, who said, like, neither one of these people, not the, the big moneyed interest or the wholesalers, they don't have the greatest of reputations. And there have been problems with companies on both sides in the past. But he said that doesn't necessitate a terrible law like this. The, the answer to bad actors in a free market is not more government regulation. And so, look, the the Tavern League is one of the most powerful lobbying groups at the state capitol has been for years. They wanted for decade plus to get rid of wedding barns in the state. And they finally got it as part of a liquor rewrite this Proposal here to deal with the auto wholesalers and what that could mean for used cars and insurance rates. This has been kicked around for a couple of years. Passed the assembly, never came up in the Senate. Looks like it'll probably pass the assembly again. This go round probably won't make it through the Senate. But again, it's one of these ones of chip, chip, chip. You know, take a step this year, take a step next year. But uh, yeah, this is this is we're writing another story today that deals with cottage food and regulations there. And so the the question that I've put to the folks over at the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, and we'll have to wait till next week's podcast to see what the answer is. Did something change? How did this Republican controlled legislature make a, a show of embracing the free market, decide that they need to be in the business of regulating brownies and barns? And apparently used Pontiac Aztecs. Yeah, you would think that there are better things for lawmakers to worry about. And real quickly, because it's a DOT rule, does it still have to go through the same process that a law would have to go through? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not a promulgation thing. This is an actual piece of legislation. They want to change the law. I, yeah. Some, sometimes it's rules. I, I, I should have I should have used a, a better. I'm trying not to use the word bill because bill is what you get from your power company. Uh, but yeah, no, you, you're, you're exactly right that this is this is not a promulgation thing. This is an actual legislation thing. So at least it's going to have some debate and, and, and it's not like any kind of government department rule where there's that 30 day public comment period that yep. nobody knows about. And then all of a sudden there's a new rule. This this has to be voted on. It was it was in committee this week. It'll go for a, a, a vote before the full assembly at some point. Then it repeats itself all over again in the Senate. So yay for the process. Well, that's all the time we have. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Ben Yount, I'm J.D. Davidson. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe. Get creative with Skillshare. Explore thousands of hands-on creative classes with one inspiring membership. Watch, play, learn, discover. Follow the link in our show description to join Skillshare today and get one month free.